right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so grateful that you're here and listening to this show, just learning with me. This is the place where we're learning both the technical and the non-technical aspects of investment banking so that we can be successful with our recruiting process and our career journey. So that's why we're here. And we are almost done with the basics of valuation. We've talked so much about multiples, so much about different methodologies, and boy, I have learned a lot, and I hope that you've learned a lot too. Here is another question for you. I mean, this one is, I think, really one of the more fun questions that I've come across, and it's called the vending machine question. And the question is this. Would you rather pay a higher multiple for which of these two vending machine businesses? Business number one, you own the machines and they depreciate normally. Or business number two, you lease the machines. So business number one, you own the machines and they depreciate normally. Or number two, you lease the machines. So You also have to assume in this scenario that the cost of depreciation and the cost of leasing the machines are the exact same and everything else about these businesses are held constant. So two perfectly similar scenarios. The only difference is that in one scenario, you own the assets and they're being depreciated and the other scenario, you're leasing the assets. And remember, the cost of leasing the asset is the exact same cost as the depreciation on those assets. So which would you rather pay more for? You have these two businesses come up and you're a prospective buyer. What do you do? Which one is more desirable to you? And the way that I think about this is mathematically. And when I first came across this question, it really tripped me up because I was trying to focus solely on just just concepts and it just wasn't really clicking. But now that I understand the math and can break it down in terms of a formula, it makes way more sense to me. And so that's the way that I'm going to explain this to you now. So hopefully that you understand it very easily. So let's think about it in terms of valuation. How do we define valuation? Remember, we're talking about things like enterprise value. Remember those multiples that we were just talking about last episode? Well, what's one of the most common multiples to value a business? Enterprise value divided by EBITDA, or earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization. EV divided by EBITDA. Very, very common. That is how we can value this vending machine business. So let's first look at enterprise value, the numerator in this formula or in this fraction. What is enterprise value? Remember, let's get back to our definitions. Enterprise value equals the debt plus the equity value plus the preferred stock plus the non-controlling interest minus the cash. So what about this would change between the ownership of the vending machines versus the leasing of the vending machines? So if we look at these different components, we can kind of figure this out. So would the debt be different between these two businesses? Well, no, we didn't say anything about debt, right? So that wouldn't change. What about equity value? Well, equity value, 
it, it wouldn't really change either because I mean, you're leasing versus owning these machines, but that doesn't really have an impact. There is nothing about preferred stock or not controlling interests. We can ignore those terms. And then as far as cash, I mean, we don't have any information regarding the balance sheet of this, these two respective businesses, other than the fact that, you know, one asset is, is leased and one is, is owned. So no, the cash situation wouldn't be different either. So the two businesses are fundamentally the same in terms of enterprise value, uh, since none of the components of the equation are different. Okay, well, that's not enough to tell us a valuation difference. We want to look at enterprise value in relation to EBITDA. So let's look at EBITDA. EBITDA equals earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. And what did we just talk about with the difference between these two businesses? One of them, you own the machines and they depreciate normally. And then the other one, you lease the machines. So how would EBITDA be affected in business one versus business two? Well, EBITDA in the case of the business where you own the machines would be higher than the business where the machines are leased because EBITDA would be higher since the depreciation charge is not reflected. Remember, with EBITDA, we're adding back depreciation expenses. So if we own this vending machine business and we're, we're accounting for depreciation, our EBITDA is going to be higher than the leasing scenario. If we just have the vending machines and we're leasing them, we don't have any depreciation costs to account for. We just have this lease expense. So our EBITDA is not affected because there's no depreciation there. So if you have a higher EBITDA for the scenario where you own the machines and are depreciating them, how does that affect valuation? Well, remember, EV divided by EBITDA, that's the fraction, that's the valuation. And we already discussed how enterprise value is not changing, so the numerator stays the same. And then the denominator, in the case of business number one, where you own the machines, EBITDA is higher. So your denominator in this fraction is higher. So if you have a numerator that's not changing, and then the denominator that is increasing, how does that affect your overall fraction? That gives you a lower number, right? It's kind of like taking a fraction of one divided by two and then comparing that with a fraction of one divided by three because we know three is bigger than two. Well, one third is less than one half, right? So that's exactly what's happening here. EV divided by EBITDA for the business with the, the, the machines where you own them is going to be lower than the EV to EBITDA where you lease the machines. So you would rather pay more for the scenario where you lease the machines, a higher multiple, because your EBITDA isn't adding back that depreciation expense as it is in the case of where you own the machines and they depreciate normally. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense because when I first was studying this question, it only made sense to me once I started breaking down the math of it and each single component, and then it made sense to me. So EV divided by EBITDA is how we can think about valuation. 
and fundamentally EBITDA is increasing in a scenario where you have depreciation because you have to add that back. So higher denominator, keep the numerator the same. The overall fraction is lower. That means in the other scenario, you would pay more, which in this case is leasing the machines. So that's the vending machine question. I'm glad that we got to walk through that together. That is what I've got for you today on Investment Banking Insights. And next time, we're going to be talking about valuing a private company and how do we do that? All right. I'll see you next time on Investment Banking Insights.